Well, hello, it's Denise. And before we jump in today, I want to let you in on the big celebration. We are celebrating the release of my brand new book, Embrace Your Power and Go. I am so excited to have this book come to life. And even more, I'm excited to share it with you. You see, you're connected to me, so I want you to have the inside scoop. I've decided to do an author's release of the book for those that are connected to me to get the book first. And in addition to that, I have two bonuses that are going to come along with you purchasing your book directly from me during this author's release. The first is this, I will autograph your book for you. I am so excited about that. And the second is I am going to do a live interactive meet and greet so that we can talk about the book once it reaches your hands. The author's release, those purchases can take place until the end of February. So don't miss out. Make your purchase today. You can learn more about the author release on my website at www.denisetaylor.live. The book is extremely affordable, but it will change the game for you. This 30-day journey will take you through a daily process of truly getting out of the starting blocks and moving fast and furious to the things that you want to accomplish. You see, I say it all the time that God did not give us a spirit of fear, but he gave us power. And with that power, we can be, do, have, and achieve anything we want. I put pen to paper so that you had the tools, that you had the resources, and you had everything to change the game for you. So this book is for those who have been stalled out feeling stuck, needing motivation, inspiration, and guidance to truly bringing their visions to life. You don't want to delay. Get a copy of the book today and get one for your friend. Make sure you include them on your journey. Visit my website at www.denisetaylor.live to get your author release copy. The books will go out at the end of February. So don't miss your opportunity to grab a coffee and really embrace your power. Well, hello there, it's Denise Taylor, and I am excited once again to welcome you to this week's episode of Life, Love, in the Pursuit of Happiness. Now, you know, this is the place where I encourage you to build a life that you love without apology. Even more, I know that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but that he has given us power. And with that power, we can be, do, have, and achieve anything our hearts desire. Now we're in the midst of a great celebration. We are celebrating the release of my brand new book, Embrace Your Power and Go. Yep, I say it all the time and now I wrote a book about it. Now this book is for those who are stuck in the starting blocks. You know God has given you vision, but you need help motivation, inspiration, and steps to take the move forward and bring that thing to life. Embrace Your Power and Go is a book that is exactly designed with you. More than reading, it incorporates journaling, affirmations, and setting goals. Those are the things that are going to make a difference in you getting out of the starting blocks and making some moves forward. Now, whether you're listening to me 
on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or watching on YouTube. I want you to know that you are in for an absolute treat today. Today, we are going to be again talking about my success superpowers, which are also highlighted in the book. Let's do a review just in case someone is joining us for the very first time. Success superpower number one is see yourself successful. You have to begin to see it so that you can become it. Whatever we see, whatever we dream, how big God has divinely given it to us, that can happen for us. We must see ourselves successful. Success power number two is shake off fear. And that's where we're going to anchor in a little bit today. Fear is nothing more than false evidence appearing real. So we're not going to believe it. But today we're going to talk about how to shake it off. Success power number three is do the work. And I say get to that one quickly because more is unpacked in the doing. I believe that God gives us more on the way than he does at the start. And so that means the sooner we can get in motion, the more powerful we will see our progress be. Number four is take care of you. The mantle of greatness is great. You've got to be fit for the journey. And that means that you cannot discount taking care of yourself, mind, body, spirit, finance, professional, all aspects of who you are needs a plan. You need a fully comprehensive plan and strategies to take care of you so that you can go the distance to achieve everything God has designed for you to achieve. And finally, success superpower number five is hold fast to your faith. Now that one isn't last because it's the weakest. It in fact is the one that undergirds it all. We must hold fast to our faith. Now today, as I mentioned, we're going to anchor in on success superpower number two, which is shake off fear, and we're going to anchor in on success power number three, which is do the work. Now, one thing that's true is that almost every successful person begins with two key beliefs. The first one is they believe the future can be better than the present, and the second is they have the power to make it so. And likewise, every person that has achieved anything, and likewise, every person that has achieved anything has one more thing in common. They have faced fear and they have persevered. Now, the truth is fear is a natural response. It is a very natural response to any change that we face. And when we are challenged, fear rises. Even if it's just for a second, we feel it, it becomes real to us. And I don't want to discount it because that actually is a natural response. It's a natural physical response that we feel anytime we face something great. So having that allows us to know one key thing. We must get God involved. Yes, we must embrace our power. We need to go back to the power source and embrace the power that he has made available to us. Now, I alluded to this before, that fear is nothing more than false evidence appearing real. And what kind of evidence shows up? when we are faced with that big thing we see ourselves doing. Well, we begin to think, ah, 
Can we do it? Are we ready? Is it possible? Am I good enough? All of those type of questions layer in. We begin to question our skill set, our mindset, our people set. We question it all because we start interrogating worthiness in the face of the big idea. But I want you to remember that fear is just false evidence appearing real. And we have to overcome those doubts. We have to change all of those can'ts into cans. And we have to take our dreams and put them into plans. We must nurture. We must hone. We must refine our ability to shake off fear until it becomes an innate part of who we are. So like I said, Fear appearing is not a bad thing because it lets you know it's bigger than me. But just because it's bigger than me doesn't mean I can't achieve it. You see, God has not given us the spirit of fear. He gave us power. And with that power, we can be, we can do, and we can achieve. Now, this is what I love about success. I love the fact that success is 100% personal. It's up to you what success really looks like. It's up to you how you define the parameters of success. I don't do that for you. But what I do tell you is that God has given you the power and he wants you to have exactly what he has revealed to you is possible for you. Keep in mind that doubt is a form of fear. Keep in mind that God gave you power and keep in mind you must embrace your power fully. When doubt begins to creep in, one deliberate strategy that you can begin to employ in your life is to take that thought captive. You know, the Bible tells us that we should think on the things that are true, that we should think on the things that are honorable, that we should think on the things that are right, pure, lovely, and admirable, things that are excellent and praiseworthy. That is what we are admonished to think on. So when doubt comes in, we need to flip the script and change our thoughts. And the more practice we get at doing that, the easier it's going to be for us to shake off fear. If we allow doubt to stick around too long, it will rob us of the power that we have to move forward. Now, fear typically comes in and what happens is everything we thought about when we saw ourselves successful, right? Superpower number one, when we saw ourselves successful, we begin to shrink it down. Ah, be realistic, they say. Ah, what resources do you really have, they say. Ah, what can you really accomplish within your own strength, they say. And all of those perspectives are things that shrink down the big idea. Now, the key thing is this. We need it to stay big because when it's big, that's when we have room for God to get in there. And so it is so important for us to go quickly from seeing ourselves successful 
to shaking off fear, to ultimately doing the work. The quicker we can get to doing the work, which is superpower number three, the quicker we can begin to activate the power that we embraced. Here's the thing. I believe that God gives us more on the way than he does at the start. In your own sense, you can realize why that is so. Why do we need to give you everything up front if you haven't proven yourself faithful to take the first step? Why do we need to outline all of the resources to begin with if you haven't proven yourself faithful to take the first step? So if God's going to give us more on the way than he does at the start, that means we got to get in motion. That means we've got to start doing the work. The other thing is this. God has promised to bless the work of our hands. And as a result of that, our hands need to get busy doing the work. We need to set up success so that it can be successful. So my question is, as quickly as you receive the vision, what are you doing? How quickly are you going from seeing yourself successful to shaking off fear to ultimately doing the work? Because that thing that you're doing is what you're setting up for God to bless. I believe our faith is made no more by what we do than just what we say. Where can I see your faith in action? Where can I see you putting in the work? Now, I really do wish that it was as easy as twinkling my nose and voila, it can happen. But the reality is it's going to take a little roll up of the sleeves to make those things come to pass. But you have a promise that God will bless the work of your hands. And so I've asked Takara to come today to help us unpack a little more about these two superpowers, how she was able to see herself successful, and then how she was also able to do the work. So I wanted to bring Takara to the table to help us unpack these two superpowers a little bit more. And before we jump in, Takara, I want you to introduce yourself so everyone can get to know you a little bit better. Absolutely. First of all, let me say I'm so happy to be here. This is my first video interview, so I am excited. But my name is Takara Renee, and I help successful women of faith transform into living their most authentic lives outside of the workplace. That is beautiful. I love how succinct you stated that. And you know what? That is a powerful vision because there are so many people who are looking to find true fulfillment and satisfaction. And I think the work that you're doing is helping them to discover their power within outside of a title or a role connected to their nine to five. And so I appreciate that work personally myself. Now, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about about superpower number two, which is shake off fear, and superpower number three, which is do the work. And so when I think about shake off fear, I think about all of those mindset shifts and strategies that are necessary to really go after 
the big thing, the thing you see for yourself or desire for yourself. So do me a favor and share with us an experience where you had to shake off fear. The biggest one that I can think of is my current life right now. So I am also the host of podcast, A Letter to My Sister. And when I was younger, I was made fun of so much of my voice that I was like, there's no way that I can actually get out here, do a podcast, and people will actually hear the message that I have or what I want to say. So that was the biggest thing. And plus just the personal things that I talk about because I've recently gone through a divorce. And so I use the podcast as a platform for me just to speak about that, the emotions that you go through, just kind of the ebbs and flows and emotions of all of, all of it. And just kind of literally throwing myself out there personally and putting my voice out there. That, that was the biggest one for me to have to shake off fear. Ah, so when you think about those, those two giant leaps for yourself and you take yourself back to when you stood at the point of realizing that that was your mission, that was your call, one, to lift your voice and two, uh, to really begin the work of a podcast, uh, telling your story, um, being transparent, authentic, authentic, and revealing all at the same time. What fears were gripping you at the moment that you knew it was time for you to move to that big thing? That's a good one. The biggest one, honestly, is we all like to paint ourselves in this very specific light. We like to, we like for people to see that we have it all together and that there's no wrong and everything is good. And I'm basically saying, I don't have it all together. As a matter of fact, my life has fallen apart. And that is the moment that I chose to press play. So the day that I pressed play and actually released my podcast essentially to the world was actually the day that my divorce was final. So it was literally coinciding with the end of one thing, but the beginning of another. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I can imagine the trembling that took place, right? Because when you start talking about the life change of a divorce, or the life revealing of being teased or taunted for whatever the case may be. In your case, your voice for other people, it's all over the gamut of what people have been teased for. When you press play and you reveal your scars, like you talked about, that takes so much courage. What got you to the point of being able to be so courageous, because that's going to help us unpack how we shake off fear. So what got you to the point of being so courageous? A conversation with God. (laughs) That is just the biggest thing, because let me see how I can kind of put it into words. Essentially, kind of what I learned from one of the the coaching programs that I was in is that there are people out here that need you. And how can I, how dare I not show up when I see the people that I can help and I'm not sharing my story. And so the thing that was kind of revealed to me during my time of prayer is that, well, of course, the thing that you were most teased about is the thing that's going to be most powerful for you to be able to break the chains of other women. So of course, if you were teased 
for your voice. And then therefore I did not speak. I did not volunteer to speak. I did not do any speaking roles. And then for me to sit up here and press play and then just throw it all out there on the table, that was just the final piece. But how can I leave other women out here when I know I can help them? So you know what I love? Um, just because it fits and you would think I like teed you up, but I didn't. What I love about what you said is really what the hallmark of Embrace Your Power and Go is all about. It's the fact that God didn't give us a spirit of fear, but he gave us power. And when you said that it took a conversation with God, it was almost like the renewing of your power. You went back to the power source and it was in that conversation that it sealed the deal for you to be courageous enough to step forward. And that is exactly what I mean when I say embrace your power. Embrace your power is not about what is in you. It's about the source you tap into. Because Mm -hmm. when you are able to tap into the power source that is almighty, that is all-knowing, that has a plan designed for you, that is divinely orchestrating your life, you are then able to launch out despite the fear you really feel, right? And it doesn't mean that you're not going to have fearful tendencies, because I'm sure, you know, the, the voice was quivering a little bit on that first one. You finished and you hit stop and you said to yourself, I can't believe I made it through, you know, like I know the reality of all of that, but the essence of embrace your power in the face of fear means that it's going to illuminate in you when you hold on to it. Cause you could have made a choice to say, I'll just stick with fear. Like you could have made a choice that says I'll stand on the sidelines and you could have even made a choice like, well, I know Susie is going through this, so I'll just go talk to her right? But instead, you lifted your voice. So tell me, what did you learn about yourself in the experience of embracing your power and shaking off fear? I learned that when I tap into the power that God has given me, the world is open. There's so many more things that I can do. So the, the podcast turned into me finishing up a book. It turned into me creating a coaching program to help. It turned into so many other things because he said, okay, you finally made that first step that I wanted you to take. So here's step two and here's step three. And here's the next thing that I want you to do. So it's progressive because once I do the one thing and he knows that I'm I'm faithful in that and I'm diligent in that. And as you said, God has not given us the, the spirit of fear I don't remember which version it is, but it also adds self-discipline at the end. So now that I have self-discipline to do what he's called me to do with a podcast, which I did not know that I would be turning into some audio engineer editing these episodes, but he has given me these extra assignments that I don't have a fear in doing because now I've already spoken up on a pod. There's nothing that anyone can come back and say because I've already put it all out there in the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you own the narrative, right? And you own the end of your story. And to me, that's always the most powerful is you can hear about my trauma, but look, I'm good. 
I'm over mm-hmm. here. I'm good. And I'm doing the thing. And so um, that to me is the, the very beautiful part. Now you eased right into the next superpower. And I love how you did that so gracefully and easily when you started talking about how it manifested into you doing the work. One of the things that I believe is critically important to making sure that you don't give in to fear is you got to start doing the work, right? Because when you start doing the work, I believe in this notion that God gives you more on the way than he does at the start. And you kind of revealed that in what you were saying. Um, When you start doing the work, it starts to be a situation where God can bless the work of your hands. How have you seen that come to life, right? Because you went directly from I press play to now, you know, so much time has passed and it hasn't been that much, I might add, that you have layered on these other things. So tell me about your work journey. Ooh, that work. It's a, it's a lot of work, but also whatever we do, we take it to God and he gives us the strategy of how to do it and the next best way to do it. And so with me doing the work, now that I continuously doing the podcast that has now evolved into the coaching program that I created. And so the very interesting thing about it is I was, I've been, I created this group with two of my cousins. We call it like the cousin millionaire chat. And so we talk about how we are going to basically take over the world with the skills and talents that we have. And I was saying, this is what I want to do. These are the type of women that I want to help. And my cousin had a friend who was just giving her her whole life story. And she said, I think you should really talk to my cousin. And so she was like, I I really think you should talk to her. So I spoke to her and as she was talking, I was like, oh my God, these are the type of women that I want to help. I mean, when she put every pain point out there, everything that she had gone through. And I call it following the life formula we make. We go to school, we make the good grades to get the good job. But then what else? Like, what what else do you want after that? She was saying, I don't have this. I don't have, but I'm very successful. And I said, this is the type of woman. And so as I was giving her ideas and thoughts and suggestions, just kind of how to guide her and weave her through the life that she wants to live, the dream that she wants to have. She was like, oh my God, I am so happy that I spoke to you. And I said, hey, yeah. Um, and I just decided to throw it out there. I didn't even have a coaching program. I said, hey, I'm developing a coaching program. Most likely it'll be coming out next month. She said, oh, can I pay now? <laughs> uh, and she was like, well, how much? I, I just threw out a number. I hadn't even thought that far into it. So now I'm basically building, some, as they call it, building the plane in the air for basically this now assignment that God has given me to now do the work. Because now that I've got my voice out there, it's time for me to work with the women that I've been called to work with. That is so beautiful. And as a person who tries to encourage people to get out of the starting blocks, right? Because that this is the point, like what we're talking about right here is where I see the break, breakdown occur. God illuminates so much vision. We shrink it with fear, right? We start to shrink the vision with fear and we just never get to the point of doing the work and getting out of the starting blocks. And so when I think about 
where I am envisioned to serve. You are that voice that made it through the channel. I am trying to help people get through the channel. And that's why I'm advocating that you have to embrace your power and go. And so your testimony is incredible to me simply because I am always so focused on getting the answer to the person that is waiting to hear it, right? When you describe that moment of when you made connection with that person, that woman who was looking for a voice, who was looking for an answer, you were able to help her make forward motion in her life. And that is exactly what it's all about. That's when you transcend being just successful, but also being significant. And so I applaud you. And I want to continue to encourage you to take the downloads that God gives you and execute as smoothly as you were able to go from vision to shaking off fear, to doing, that is the practice that you need to keep going as God continues to illuminate his vision to you. Thank you. I definitely uh, keep that. <laughs> yes, it, it, because that that's the power. Once, mm-hmm. once I, I hate to say it this way, but I am. Once I was able to get high off of helping someone with true fulfillment, there has been nothing like that, right? Once you start to see the power of helping people be free to chase whatever it is that their God is, re- is, is trying to illuminate in their lives. And that doesn't mean that everybody has a business, right? Some people are just trying to chase peace. Mm-hmm. But once you do that, um, there's so much victory for you in that, that your appetite for fulfillment and satisfaction will change significantly. So anyway, that, that's my two cents. Yeah. And, and if I can add to it, I also think that it's kind of an overflow because you and I have worked together. You, you are the one who helped me even get my podcast up to the level that I wanted it to be. And so because you have that high of helping people, after I got finished with your coaching and you helping me, I was like, whew, okay, I can do this. My message is good. I have a solid plan the way forward. And so because of the high that you have for helping people, I was then able to translate that into a podcast And then because of the feedback that I'm getting from other people now, that high that I'm getting, I'm now also able to now reach out and help other women to say, this is a program. So it is completely uh, an overflowing rinse and repeat kind of thing. Oh my God. Yes. That was really good to go. (laughs) That was really good. That it's, it's amazing how, um, succinct God is right and how he allows us to show up in the lives of people right when they need it and if we're obedient we can see that rinse and repeat happen we can see that ripple effect we can see that empowerment flow from me to you to somebody else that that truly is success to me that truly is 
when I'm like, yes, and I can celebrate you and I'm not in competition with you. I just wanted to free your voice. I just wanted you to be empowered to go. And so that excites me. You're going to make me cry. And I don't need my makeup to run because like, I really need to get to these other questions. (laughs) I have to say, I am incredibly humbled to see how God is manifesting fruit from my labor. I am incredibly humbled to have an opportunity to talk with Takar and see the impact that has been made on her life because she had a connection with me. But I am excited to hear her testimony of shaking off fear, the fear to raise her voice, the fear to open up and be transparent. She was able to shake those things off and begin doing the work. She also talked about her experience that I think is really powerful to call out on how once she started to do the work, the revelations continued to follow and God continued to bless. I am so encouraged by her testimony, her testimony of my success superpowers alive how she saw herself successful, how she shook off fear, how she's doing the work. All of those things are just so rich for me to share with you because they're repeatable. She can do it again and again. Now, here's one thing I know. Success requires effort. It requires our effort. We have to put our hand to the plow and sometimes we have to open up the vulnerable spaces of who we are so that we truly can drive change and impact. Doing transformative work brings so much fulfillment, but it is so revealing. And I am so thankful for people like Takara who show up so that they can just help one person have a changed life and perspective. So my challenge is for everyone who knows they've got a great vision or knows that there's more that they should do, that they should do something daily that moves themselves forward to what is possible for them. I say this, never be afraid of going slow, but always be very afraid of standing still. Your future is bright. Your potential is great. But you've got to embrace your power and go. I wanted to bring Takara back so that she could help me close out the show. You guys know that I believe wisdom is the principal thing. And I think when we take time to reflect, we can glean and learn from our experiences. And so I love to close out with my LLH questions, which focus on life, love, and happiness. So the first one is this, Takara. What would you tell your younger self about life if you could? Life is meant to be lived on your own terms. No one else can live it for you. You have to be uniquely and authentically you and live the life that you want. Absolutely. I could have said it the way I love to, which is build a life you love without apology. You, you have to do that. 
Absolutely. All right. So tell me, what would you tell your younger self about love if you could? Love is a beautiful thing when you show up, number one, as your most authentic self. And when you have taken the time to self-reflect and heal from anything in the past that has bothered you, love always comes to you and finds you in any and every type of relationship there is. Absolutely. I love how you, you honed in on healed, um, mainly because despite fractured relationships, we bring so much trauma. We carry so much baggage, right, into our relationships. And so we owe it to ourselves to experience our best selves, right? We owe it to ourselves to understand, appreciate, and value the healed version of who we are. And it first starts with a willingness to reveal, right, what needs to be healed. For so many of us, we just kind of push it down and we try to keep it moving. But when we do that, we're still tethered to pain. We're still tethered to trauma. We're still tethered to the past of what whatever hurt us. And so I love the fact that you threw that one word in because I think when we do pursue healing, it sets us up to have good love. Excellent. So what would you tell your younger self about happiness if you could? Happiness. Happiness is an inside job. Don't depend on anyone else to make you happy. That is an internal thing. And as you exude happiness, other people can come to you that way. Awesome. No one can take it. Awesome. Awesome. It's an inside job. I love that. Well, Takara, you know, you have been a treat to talk with today. And I say this at the end of every show, not because it's cliche, but because I mean it. I love the value that I see in those who are showing up to serve and to be available to lift their voice. And so it is my esteemed pleasure to tell you success looks so good on you. Thank you so much. So I just want to close out again with my personal invitation for you truly to embrace your power. Making resources available is something that I am most committed to in 2022. I want to see us truly put things in motion to build a life that we love. I want us to remove excuses and become more determined to truly be, do, have, and achieve. That is one of the reasons why I am so excited to have put pen to paper and written this book. You see, Embrace Your Power and Go is truly going to be the lifeline to the one who is ready to experience the life that they deserve. And here's the thing. I believe, I believe that you deserve to live a life you love. You have to build that life. And that means choices around commitment, consistency, and confidence. But once you nail that you really want what you really want, resources like this book is going to help you make forward movement. I want you to achieve. I want you to excel. It's the reason why I took time to write a book about it. So be a part of the author's release. Get your copy and even more, make plans to be a part of that meet and greet because I am going to be on fire 
to accelerate you to where it is you need to be. We are going to achieve this year. We're going to hit our goals and the resources that are in place for you to do so are ones that you need to take advantage of. So make sure you're a part of the author's release. It's my signature release of this book and I am so excited. Thanks for tuning in.